Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. I'm Sam I am. Welcome to the Lifeboat live stream. All right, we're going to talk about some things that have happened today. It's been rather interesting. I want to start here and go back to this whole insurrection thing because you guys were like, uh, the, the president doesn't give up control, which I think that's correct. I, but at the same time, there's all this legalese that has been added to it. And unless you're an expert in how they're going to interpret that, I, I can't. I still can't say for sure, but I've read some of like the original, um, and this was one of the things that I came across right here. I've highlighted this section, and it's uh, chapter thirteen under insurrection. This is part of the act, and uh, one of the one of the sections requires a proclamation to disperse. And it says, whenever the president considers it necessary to use the militia or the armed forces under this chapter, he shall, by proclamation, immediately order the insurgents to disperse. And remember this word, retire peaceably to their abodes within a limited time. Retire peacefully to their homes, to their abodes, to where they live. Go home. I know your pain. I know you're hurt. We had an election that was stolen from us. It was a landslide election, and everyone knows it, especially the other side. But you have to go home now. We have to have peace. We have to have law and order. We have to respect. You have to go home now. Immediately order the insurgents to disperse and retire peaceably to their abodes within a limited time. You have to go home now. Did I just meet that requirement? Seems like it to me. Respect our great people in law and order. We don't want anybody hurt. It's a very tough period of time. There's never been a time like this where such a thing happened, where they could take it away from all of us, from me, from you, from our country. This was a fraud. Okay, another thing to note here, lots of people have pointed out his hair color is all wrong. What's going on there? Um, and of course, the previous one we think was a, I'm pretty sure was a green screen in front of the fireplace where the flags were real, the podium was real. He was real standing there, but you could see some edge artifacts coming in from the neck. You know, if you don't get good enough separation between your green screen and your actor, and you don't have strong enough backlighting to... Uh, what happens is the, the studio lights hit the green screen and then they reflect green light. That's why it appears green to you because that's the light coming off. <clears throat> and that can uh, cause that kind of effect on the edges between your actor and your green screen. So you backlight that with uh, the white light or you know, your correct color temperature light to get rid of that or overpower that green that's coming off the screen. And I think that was the problem with the previous video. This one either i mean it could be outside somewhere um you've got a much crisper edge that i'm seeing along the shoulders and so forth but again there's he looks like a cutout here uh the the, the background i i don't know it, there's something that doesn't look right about it some people are suggesting this was uh cgi maybe i don't know um but i think yeah it, it there's there's something not quite right about it and it's interesting that it's this speech. Fraudulent election.
but we can't play into the hands of these people. We have to have peace. So go home. We love you. You're very special. You've seen what happens. You see the way others are treated that are so bad and so evil. I know how you feel. But go home and go home in peace. I know you're paying. So that's probably where that's the strongest piece of evidence that I've seen because, you know, I got on to some of you guys last night about this. It's just rumor. There's zero facts supporting this. This is the first thing I've seen that is a strong indication that, yeah, that's what happened. That they were given the order to disperse. There's this whole thing with 13 days. Well, let's, uh, let's jump. I want to jump in here because he gave another speech today that we're going to uh, go through. And I actually need to set, get something set up over here right quick. Okay. We're going to go through this speech a little bit. but And this was at the Alamo today in Texas. Not, not the Alamo, but Alamo, Texas, a city along the border, right? He's in front of the border fence that uh, his bureaucracy has built. And this is a post from uh, Ezra, Ghost Ezra, saying no one caught the significance. He's retweeting um, somebody here. I don't know. (laughs) Sure, you guys can guess. Uh, Trump declared that an emergency exists in D.C. and specifying 111 to 124, which is 13 days. So that was, uh, I think we mentioned that yesterday where uh, they declared another state of emergency for 13 days. And then he makes a speech at Alamo, Texas the next day. Do you think that's coincidence? The battle at Alamo took place over 13 days and involved volunteer soldiers who were vastly outnumbered. For Texans, the Battle of the Alamo became an enduring symbol of their resistance to oppression and their struggle for independence, which they won later that year. What do you think the message was here, folks? Let's look at the speech. I'm going to start us off here at... 150. And by the way, somebody needs to get our RBSN or RSBN. Somebody needs to get them a good tripod because they're the one they're using just isn't a fluid head. It's probably going to cost 500, a thousand bucks to get one used, but it would improve their footage so much. And I know they're kind of like a shoestring uh, organization right now. Southern border. Before we begin, I'd like to say that free speech is under assault like never before. The 25th Amendment is of zero risk to me, but will come back to haunt Joe Biden and the Biden administration. As the expression goes, be careful what you wish for. The impeachment hoax is a... Okay, so 25th Amendment, not the threat to me you think it is. What does he know? Gotta wonder but it will come back to bite them in the ass. Hmm, that's very interesting. And he's telling them, be careful what you wish for. Now, a lot of this um, posturing that I've seen lately has me almost thinking 
that Biden's going to be sworn in with like a statement like this? I mean, how would you how would it come back to bite him in the ass unless he's actually Biden's elected president and then the proof comes out and then they all get taken down? That seems to be what they're telegraphing. Are they pushing the timeline here? I don't know. Um, something along those lines. Okay. And there's some others. I think we'll, we'll come across it and talk about that. And then I want to go to 255 here. Because of the pandemic, horrible, horrible, invisible enemy. Now, consider that the invisible enemy, and this was something that Ezra uh, pointed out. Uh, let me see if I can find it. Oh, come on. It might be down here somewhere. Yeah, Trump spoke a lot today about the invisible virus. I don't think he's talking about an invisible virus. Well, the invisible virus. Let me see if I can find it. I think he tweeted something about that. Isn't comfortable. Bear with me here. No, shit, I can't find it. Um, but the invisible virus, he's talking about being an analogy for the deep state. And the vaccine is the big crackdown, you know, revealing all of their, uh, all of their crimes and so forth and taking them down. So, all right, let me go back to here. So maybe that's what he's telegraphing as part of this speech. And despite our tremendous success developing a vaccine years before it was thought evenly remotely possible, nobody thought it was going to be possible. They said it would take five years, sir. Wait, is he, he's talking about the coronavirus vaccine, right? They started working on that five years ago. Does that make any sense? It will take seven years. All of our scientists were saying, our advisors, it will take seven years, five years, ten years maybe. Well, we did it just like I said we would, and we had it out years and years before they thought it was possible. And we're now delivering it to state. So, who knows? Maybe, maybe not. Okay. Uh, let me go to the next section here, 405. It's going to make some of y'all Trump fans cry. Virtually every country all over the world. Now is the time for our nation to heal. So he's talking to this audience full of uh, Border Patrol agents, a bunch of police, cops, law enforcement, that sort of thing. Uh, you could see the border fence behind him there and the uh, heavy equipment moving it in. They've got somebody on a bearcat off his right shoulder. A couple guys standing on top of it looking out. Um, and of course, part of the reason, like, uh, I don't know how to attack this or even address this. Uh, let me just play the clip and then comment. And it's time for peace and for calm, respect for law enforcement and the great people within law enforcement. So many are here is the foundation of the MAGA agenda. 
And we're a nation of law, and we're a nation of order. That is why we're here today to talk about what we must do to uphold the rule of law in America and how we must continue to support our law enforcement heroes, which is exactly what you are. Do you feel like a hero? Yeah, I think you do, right? You do, and you are. So he's, you know, pointing out, oh, these guys are all heroes. They're out there risking their lives. But what they fail to see is that they're the ones creating this problem in the first place, right? Like, the, the whole immigration argument is akin to putting a saucer of milk out on your front porch every day and then spending your time complaining about all these stray cats running around your property. Welfare is the problem. Get rid of the welfare programs and you don't need a giant border wall. In a free country, should free people be able to cross imaginary lines freely? I think yes. Most of you guys think no, that you should have to beg permission to travel freely. And of course, what's the other reason they're putting this, this whole thing up? The drug war. I want to thank Customs and Border Patrol Commissioner Mark Morgan, who's been incredible. Where's Mark? Mark, stand up, Mark. Great job. Fantastic. Great day to protect our families. With us right from the beginning border. Everybody was pouring in at will. The most secure southern border in U.S. history. We restored the secure the border only see if to I can get find this the wall, but they here. couldn't get it built. So you remember now he's going through here talking about how uh, the uh, previous administrations would earmark money for this. It wouldn't get built. They come up with excuses or whatever. It never got done and they would spend the money and deliver no wall. And he's like touting, hey, I got this thing done. And that's currently under construction, probably 300 miles. Saving thousands and thousands. Here we go, I think. Nationwide ICE and Border Patrol have seized over 2 million pounds of it. fentanyl, heroin, meth, and other deadly narcotics, saving thousands and thousands of lives. Okay. When you go and seize the supply coming in to people that are physically addicted to these drugs, uh, there's less to go around, so the dealers end up putting more adulterants in. And then you get people who get a really low dose and, and suddenly they get a new supply and it's stronger this time, but they still are dosing at the old, old rate and end up overdosing. That happens all the time because it's a black market because of actions like this. And where did this fentanyl problem come from? Well, you need to go back to the pharmaceutical companies and the drug highway in Florida and go watch the pharmacist and learn how you had medical doctors and the pharmaceutical industry being drug dealers, dealing these prescription pills like drugs. I mean, they have one doctor, you had the sales rep getting a 300, 300 plus $1,000 quarterly sales commission, far outstripping anyone else anywhere in the nation and what were they prescribing? It was, uh, oh gosh, I keep thinking Xanax, but that's not it. Um, Adderall, Adderall, not Adderall, I don't know. But one of these opioids, right? Uh, and then when they finally came in and cracked down on that, where did these all these junkies go? To the streets. 
And that's when we had the opioid epidemic that swept across the nation. It was because the government came in and cut them off, fixed the problem that they created. The DEA was investigating Dr. Cleggett for like two years, couldn't get shit done until the father of a guy who, whose son got killed in a drug deal finally said enough of this shit and he got it done. And he's the only reason that she went down. Amazing, amazing. They don't want to tell you that history. And of course, Oxycontin, thank you. That's what everybody was addicted to. And then of course, what happened? Well, that gets shut down. They changed the formulation, I think, so you can't crush it and snort it or something like that. And then all of a sudden, fentanyl steps onto the scene. What is it? It's just a super concentrated form of, uh, of opioid, right? Like a little tiny speck can be enough to kill you. So it's incredibly more dangerous in the hands of the black market of these street dealers. And it's an entirely predictable result of what these guys are doing, of their drug war. During Prohibition, how do you think hard liquor came about? You had smugglers who had only could carry so much in a load. And with beer, that might be a keg or a few kegs. But with liquor, oh, a lot more concentration of value there, right? You can transport a lot more dollars per load than you can with beer. So that's where liquor came from. And this is no different. Fentanyl's just the liquor for opium. And they created this problem, and now it's, you know, a little one gram, like, you know, think a, uh, a sweetener at a restaurant, little paper thing, that's a gram. That can come in so easily that's there's no way they're ever going to be able to stop that and they created that problem with their drug war they drive in all the crime all the money uh all of the criminals the 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 the, the bush family's not trying to uh wipe out the budweiser family right they're not shooting each other's soldiers down in the street but that's exactly what's happening in mexico because it's in the black market, because they make it run by criminals. And these guys want to sit up there and tell you that they're representing you? Have you looked at the polls for cannabis, for legalization? It's more than 50%, has been for years. Who exactly are they representing? Because it's not the will of the people. And, and it should speak volumes to you about just how stupid they think you are to sit there and tell you, I'm representing you. When the polls are showing you that that is an absolute fucking lie, that they're not here to represent you or the will of the people or any of that other nonsense, and they think you're a fucking idiot when they tell you that because it's obviously a lie. So here they are congratulating each other on being heroes for solving a problem that they themselves created through their stupid, uh, ignorant policies, misguided policies. The drug war for the last two decades has killed 14 times more than the drugs they're protecting us from. And that's not even getting into all the bodies turning up in Mexico. That's just the U.S. They've spent a trillion dollars, still can't get, keep drugs out of their prisons, but they're going to they're going to crack that one any day now. This thing is a farce. 
It's time to change course on these bad ideas, these police state policies. This is where the no-knock raids come from. This is why they want to search your car and, and dig through all your shit and need to read all your emails. And on and on. And they've done nothing to fix the problem. But they've done lots to take away your freedoms and your liberties and your right to privacy. We've arrested nearly 500,000 illegal aliens. So, on and on. Okay. Let's go back to the bombing run. So, I think that's where, uh, I think that's probably the strongest evidence that the Insurrection Act was deployed somehow as part of this. Um, I think that's exactly what this speech was. It, I mean, it looks, it needs to have a, a time frame. Go home now. That's pretty immediate. Uh, he's, of course, immediately ordering the insurgents to disperse and retire peace, and he's go home in peace. <laughs> I mean, he basically rephrased this paragraph here and delivered it right after the riots. And, of course, it's uh, suspect footage as far as where was he because he's down in Texas. And there was also speculation that he might have gone. I, yeah, I think he's definitely still in the States. Who knows where, buzzing around, hard to say. Okay. Now, another thing that caught my attention was this right here. Uh, this is from Ezra again. And I'm saying this makes sense in light of the recent actions by the FBI. And uh, I've got a theory about Haspel. So he's pointing out here, new year, new look. And there's a... Uh, graphic here of the new CIA logo and they have rebranded the agency they're brand new on 1421 and he says here's a little secret white hats the good guys now run the FBI and the CIA view every news story through that lens right and that really I'm like hold on a minute as soon as I saw that um I started thinking about it and I'm like, can any, and I tweeted out, can anyone help me remember this recently in the last week or two, the FBI did something that seemed to be the right thing instead of the compromise thing to do. Right. And does anyone remember that, what that was? And you guys helped me out. So one of them was this story from TMZ. Yes. We're actually going to read TMZ. Here it is. Um, so I actually, I brought up a, a picture of this and talked about it. And I'm, I think you can probably remember me going, oh, that's a little weird that they're investigating their own, but here they are doing it. Uh, investigating FBI, investigating inside job, capital PD, building staff under the microscope. And I think I highlighted some of this. Hold on. Oh man, I guess not this one. Uh, let me see. Hold on just a sec, guys. Mm, no, yeah, it just didn't save for some reason. Okay, we'll go through it. I, um, I think most of it's pretty good. The FBI has reasons to believe the mob of Trump supporters who stormed the Capitol not only premeditated the assault, but might have been aided by police and staffers in the building, TMZ has learned. High-ranking sources inside the Capitol Police Department tell TMZ the FBI is looking at several facts that 
stink of an inside job. For starters, the Bureau is puzzled by the ease with which the mob found its way into House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's office. It's not off any main hallway or next to other congressional offices. In fact, the path to get to the entrance is maze-like and not open to the public like other parts of the Capitol. The rioters who took it over, vandalizing it and stealing a laptop, got there within 10 minutes of entering the Capitol. Maybe because they had maps and were briefed on their mission and they had a FISA warrant in their back pocket. Remember the other guy that his office got raided too and it was not hallmarked? He's like, I don't know how they even knew I was here. This My office is down there, but this is the room that I work in and it, there's no nameplate, but they came in and stole my laptop. Darn those rioters, insurrectionist rioters. We're told the FBI feels someone must have provided a roadmap for them to find it that quickly. Remember, the Capitol has been closed to the public since March due to the pandemic. So it's not like these guys could have been casing it to plot their path. As for suspects, we're told the FBI is looking at Capitol Police officers and many other Capitol staffers, such as engineers, plumbers, and janitors. Don't forget, one of those Capitol Police officers committed suicide just recently, a couple days ago, and was counted as a, a protest death. Uh-huh. I think maybe he might have been the focus of their investigation, because I think it's strong, if entirely possible. We're told another image raising eyebrows at the Bureau are those uh, videos of a few police officers opening gates and removing barricades to give the horde easy access to the Capitol. Our sources say some officers could be charged with cowardice, which is when you fail to perform your duty. Um, I think there's one more thing here. We're told the feds are also extremely motivated to find people responsible for uh, the, the one police officer who died from his injuries. Uh, this is it. We're told the FBI and National Security Agency are using cell phone tower data and state-of-the-art imaging to help uh, ID people who were in the Capitol during the insurrection. That includes rioters, Capitol staffers. This last one is what I've been looking for. The FBI particularly wants to know if any off-duty Capitol Police officers were in the building. If so, why? So, yeah, when I saw this, I'm like, well, that's very out of character for the FBI, for everything that we've seen since then. And if you remember also, the other part of this, somebody reminded me, was the high noon thing. Remember, they released uh, all of the files, the FBI's classified files on Pelosi's dad at high noon, suggesting a shootout at the OK Corral. And then we got that 1010, uh, the message that Trump has resigned on a government website uh, that uh, supposedly is being investigated, right? And it, and, and it got updated. And it, when it updated, it was updated by 10 minutes and 10 seconds, time different, delta. And if you look up 1010, someone finally sent me the send, send code, or the 10 code for 1010, it's fight in progress. So it was suggesting there's a fight in progress. And of course, they came out and said, oh, it's a dis disgruntled staffer. We're going to get to the bottom of it. 
I think that was a comms people. And I think he's right. You know, like, I don't know what's happened to, um, oh, what's the lady's name? Ray? Not, no, that was the former FBI guy, but, um, oh, shoot, it's in here somewhere. Haskell, I think. Uh, that the woman who was in charge of the CIA, I'm guessing could be in Guantanamo and replaced by some kind of agent. I mean, Ezra's talked about them having uh, a little more than Botox that they can use to change people's appearance. And I certainly believe that. Who knows? Um, so that's, uh, you know, that's really interesting to me that maybe... You know, this whole thing is going on behind the scenes, and these are the little clues and breadcrumbs that are being dropped to let you know there is stuff going on here. Okay. Uh-oh. Did not want to go back that far. Um, and then here's a CNN story. I believe it's right here. Uh, two Capitol Police officers are suspended, and at least 10 more under investigation for alleged roles in riots. Now, one of those is like the guy who took the selfie here uh, with somebody. He got suspended. Yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, others were directing them in. Of course, they're getting orders on the radio, and they're that, that's one of the problems with police. They're trained to just blindly follow orders. Um, and then I think they... so. A house aide separately said there were as many as 17 officers under investigation as part of eight <laughs> investigations into the insurrection at the Capitol. This is what Trump's getting to the bottom of. Okay, who participated in this? How did this happen? He wants to know everybody that was involved, and they're going to be rooted out and dealt with. Not what the Democrats were expecting when they decided to push this narrative, I suspect. I suspect maybe they were thinking, well, we'll depend on the FBI to do exactly what we tell them because they're captured. And guess what? Not anymore. I think that's what's happening. So we shall see. All right. Let's see where we want to go here. So, um, Along the blackout line, it's Iran's turn today. There, many of their cities are in darkness. This one is, uh, well, let me see. Now widespread power outage in Sandaja, Sandaja, Iran. And, he, and this one is, I think, somewhere different, so. Iran's experiencing now widespread power outages, but there's uh, there's really nothing to see here, folks. This is all normal to have multiple countries one day after another after another experience power outages. Everything's fine. Okay. Oh, shoot. I keep doing that. Let's see. So here's one of the representatives calling for serious fines to be levied against members of Congress who refuse to wear a mask in the Capitol and removed from the floor by sergeants of arms that they refuse. This is not a joke. Our lives and our livelihoods are at risk. 
yeah. Um, is that going to be true for the flu? Because that statement's just as true. That's the reality of it. But, you know, what I uh, tweeted about here, somebody's tested positive. Oh, oh. Said, remove anyone who questions political science theater because that's what we have. You have these wild extremes between New York and Chicago and uh, Seattle and these these liberal cities, Democrat-controlled cities. And you have places like Florida and the places that are having the most restrictions have the higher and higher and higher levels while Florida's beating them with no recommendations. But that's the narrative, isn't it? That's how they needed to, that's what they needed to push to make the election happen, to create these unusual circumstances, whether you think they, it was intentional or not, it was certainly used to create the justification for all these absentee ballots, mail-in ballots, etc. In the, you know, most free and fair election ever. CISA even told us that that it was the most secure in, in American history because there was no fraud and there's literally zero evidence anywhere at all of anything. And it's over and Biden's going to be our president soon. See, even the Joint Chiefs of Staff right here, and I've got a better copy, they wrote a letter to let us all know Look right here at the bottom, January 20th, 2021, in accordance with the Constitution confirmed by the states and the courts and certified by Congress, President-elect Biden will be inaugurated and will become our 46th Commander-in-Chief. To our men and women deployed at home and safeguarding our country, stay ready, keep your eyes on the horizon, and remain focused on the mission. We honor your continued service and defense of every American. So there you go. Clearly it's over. And they're kind of opening up here saying the American people have trusted the armed forces of the United States to protect them and our constitution for almost 250 years. As we've gone, uh, as we've done through our, throughout our history, the U S military will obey lawful orders from civilian leadership. Who would that be right now? Is that Trump? I think that would still be Trump. Yeah. Support civil authorities to protect lives and property. Ensure public safety in accordance with the law and remain fully committed to protecting and defending the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. The violent riot in D.C. on January 6, 2021. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. So uh, the right... The rights of freedom of speech and assembly do not give anyone the right to resort to violence, sedition, or and insurrection. And who is behind the the violent acts of sedition? In uh, what is it, Tai Chi? You use your opponent's momentum against them. It's like they just dodged the punch and threw their opponent back behind them onto the floor. <laughs> I think that's what we're about to see. You put that together with the FBI investigating their own, you know, eating some of their own finally and getting to the bottom of this. And the suggestion from Ezra that 
they're uh, under white hat control. I think it's painting a pretty clear picture of what might be happening behind the scenes. Okay. Uh, let's see where we want to go here. Um, Dave Smith is, I think he's a comedian. Pretty sure. Yeah. Libertarian. Most a part of the problem. Um, he's pointing out if you're trying to stroke racial tensions in this country, this would be a great way to do it. And here's a American owned small businesses, women owned businesses. And finally, having equal access to resources. Our focus will be on small businesses on Main Street that aren't wealthy and well-connected, that are mm -hmm. facing real economic hardship. I'm sure it's going to work out that way once you put it through the uh, political machinery and the bureaucracy. It's going to be the little guy that the government comes in to save, just like they did with the, uh, the COVID relief. It's through no fault of their own. Our priority will be black, Latino, Asian, and Native American-owned small businesses, women-owned businesses. And finally, having equal access to resources needed to reopen and rebuild. But we're going to make a concerted effort to help small businesses in low-income communities, in big cities, small towns, rural communities. Anyway, so uh, New and Improved Joe is telling us our priority will be black, Latino, Asian, and Native American-owned small businesses. I guess white guys like me can just fuck off. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, new Joe. <laughs> All right. Um, here's another interesting thing that came out of today. Let me see if I can find it here. Uh, let's see here. Now, I guess it's... Okay. So... We, we mentioned in the COVID bill, they snuck in apparently through some committee comment or something uh, that it starts the clock, that a passing of the bill starts the clock for 180 days to disclosure of uh, UFOs, which the government calls UAPs now, unidentified aerial phenomenon. Um, and the CIA has come out and opened its, what it, uh, it's documents, and it's this black vault uh, of hundreds of public PDFs containing information on UFOs. This is supposedly all of their files, and here's the, the blackvault.com. You can download them. This guy came in, and um, like he got a box of 2,000 documents, and he scanned them so that they could be, so that the text could be OCR'd. Spent a lot of time on this thing. And uh, he's been, like, fighting. Here's one document after another after another. And you can sit there and download them to your heart's content. So, and he's been at this for years and years, and they released it early, supposedly, which, again, going back to, there's the old logo. It's the new CIA now, and the good guys are in charge, supposedly. I... <laughs> The government are not the good guys. They might be slightly better than the old bad guys, but they're still not the good guys. <laughs> um, but I think you get the analogy. Okay. There's a better story on this that I want to see if I can find here. And it might be this one. 
from the New York Post. Okay, let me see if I can. Uh, and I don't know if I highlighted stuff on this one or not. I guess not. Okay. So here's one, the first interesting thing that the Black Vault, and I need to follow this guy on Twitter for sure. Uh, in the CIA UFO document, the assistant deputy director for the science and technology was showing, was shown something related to a UFO that was hand carried to him. And this looks like from 1976. Uh, he decided he would personally look into it. And after he gave advice on moving forward, that advice is classified. So he's now, now that he's got these documents out, he's going through and triggering uh, manual mandatory declassification review. And he says for the past uh, nearly two years, I have an open mandatory declassification review request to hopefully get some of these redactions lifted so we can see what was hand delivered and what his advice may be getting names is likely a long shot, but you know, if they're really going to come out with this stuff, uh, that's what they need to do. And so there's all these, you know, they've, blacked out huge sections of this document but they're here they are acknowledging analytical guidance on the ufo in a cia document and they're saying this is all that they have which is probably bullshit but could be could be that you know they've set up some other kind of structure and they're, they're telling the truth. These are all the documents they have, but there's some secret organization that like we don't even know about that's doing this stuff. Maybe they go off, mine gold in space, and sell it in, on the open markets around the world to fund their operations. Who knows? Um, but it's getting interesting, isn't it? It's getting interesting. I think these things are happening in the background. And uh, the world's about to be a much stranger place. Okay. Let's go down here. There's a heckler. This is New York City. I think this lady's had okay, enough. And she's pointing, waving the finger. She's got that New York accent going strong. And she's in front of a whole boatload of media talking right to Como. His securities surrounded her. They're snapping pictures. She's letting him have it. You racist socialists can dish it out, but you can't take it. You can't take it. And remember this. Adolf Hitler was a socialist. And that's exactly who you fault. You're nothing but a coward. See, you hide underneath your desk. I actually got sexually excited over it. <laughs> that's how much I loathe you. That's how much I'm glad what they do. And like Nancy Pelosi said, people do. 
I, I loathe you so much, I got sexually excited over what I saw. <laughs> Only in New York, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Um, so, again, you know, my comment, the natives are getting restless. We've been told these people are not going to be able to walk down the street. And, like, look at what we've seen with, uh, you know, the. We, this is the third time that we've seen this exact kind of scene <laughs> unfold where people have just had it they, they're fed up they're tired of this bullshit and they let these people know and you should have been doing this for the last 10 years i have <laughs> you know i i saw a, a attorney general pulled in next to me at the gas pump uh or i don't know if it, it wasn't him but it was somebody in the ag car and i'm like you know you guys it just look like you have lost control when it comes to police accountability. It's like, well, what should you do? Da, 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 da. Well, you know, what do you, what do you expect? And there, part of it, I think is they're looking for like the big case that's going to make their career rather than the one that's not. And, and like, I didn't have anything offhand to tell him like what should be done. Um, but I, after thinking about it for a couple days, uh, but I, you know, I kind of expressed my, opinion to him i wasn't mean to him or anything but i let him know it, you guys the police are completely unaccountable they get away with literally with murder and you guys are the check on that and it's not happening and people see that uh and you, you should do, you should do something about it was kind of my message to him he's like well what do you want what would you suggest i do and i didn't have a great answer I'm like it's your job why are you asking me <laughs> but i remember a video of a cop who sees this dog that's loose, you know, outside of a neighborhood somewhere, and it's wandering around, and it sees him, and he calls it over, whistles, come here, boy, come here, boy, and it's wagging its tail, running to him, and he pulls out his gun and shoots it. Why not take that cop and charge him with animal cruelty? Would that send a message? Because today we have cops going into apartments and to, to families' homes, to raid for, you know, they're shooting people's dogs in the living room, dragging the family out and putting them on the couch, little kids included, to watch their pet bleed out on the floor. And they laugh about it and they think it's funny and it's a game to them because it's twisted their mind. And like, would that send a message? I fucking think it would if one of these cops got charged with animal cruelty or whatever the fuck you want to come up with. But send a message that this kind of sadistic behavior, a dog wagging its tail, that somehow the mailman, the Amazon guy, the pizza delivery guy, all managed to deal with without resorting to killing the family pet. But yeah, you guys, you tough, badass cops, just can't fucking figure it out. Amazing how that is. So... It's just, the system doesn't have any incentive. That's the problem here. They have zero incentive to police themselves until it gets this bad. Then it's like, okay, we got to do something about it. We're losing credibility in the eyes of the people. That's all they really care about. Anything else that they can hide, cover up, make go away, bet your ass that's what they do. The greatest country in the world. Yeah, okay. Um, so there's two people that I listen to related to this UFO stuff that are like my top two, uh, um, I guess researchers 
One of them is Dr. Stephen Greer. He's a former ER doctor, smart guy, a little arrogant. A lot of doctors are that way. Um, and he, he decided, you know, he just got drawn into this whole UFO thing and he's had meetings with joint chiefs, like, you know, some that we just read the letter from. He's worked with uh, Bill Clinton trying to move uh, disclosure forward. They, you know, he sent a guy in, they didn't, they shut him down to where like Clinton couldn't even find out about it because it's the breakaway civilization. It's the big secret, right? Once you have free energy and I can have a device that doesn't need uh, gas and I can just as easily uh, zip down the street to my friend's house as I can to somebody in China or to Mars what relevance do all of their borders and controls and mechanisms have anymore? If I can create my own EM railgun that shoots BBs at Mach 12, I don't care how good your armor is, those are going to turn into nuclear explosions and will take anything down. So once this secret gets out, that's going to be the world that we live in. And like they'll never let that out. That's why this is the, the big secret, right? Because it means the end of their ability to control you as livestock. And I, um, so Dr. Stephen Greer, though, the other one is um, Dr. Linda Moulton Howe. She's a, you know, been in an investigative reporter, done stuff with, I think, HBO and others. She's written books. Uh, she gets involved in all the cattle mutilations and like, you know, takes it seriously. It's like meeting with veterinarians who say like this organ's been removed, but there's this film that covers, I think it's the liver, uh, that covers the organ. And like, that's still in place. There's no way. How do they do that? There's no blood here. These, these body parts have been removed and like they didn't, they didn't disturb the film that surrounds the organ that's no longer there. How in the world did they do that? Because they don't, you know, a human hand going in there and pulling it out wouldn't, wouldn't work that way. Um, so she, you know, like she's really gets into it and has, uh, you know, has done things on Antarctica with Navy SEALs that have come and um, given her whistleblower testimony of what's happened up there. Um, Dr. Stephen Greer has kind of taken the disclosure approach. He's organized conferences on the military and had former like uh, nuclear missile silo operators testify about ETs uh, or UAPs coming in, uh, blanking out the targeting codes on their nuclear missiles, shutting them down, uh, effectively taking them offline. They had to be reprogrammed. Um, there's other, you know, there's footage of one that was, flying around, shot two beams of light in, and then the missile explodes. I've seen that footage. There's all kinds of things. And he's been working kind of uh, a different approach. And like, it, it's a totally different come from. So with Dr. Stephen Greer, for him, it's all about consciousness and how that's how you uh, address these guys. He does these group meditations where they will go out to... Uh, Oh, Joshua Tree or Mount Rainier, different places like that, and sit outside with all these high-tech cameras and stuff and snap still pictures and snap, um, take video. 
and they'll get anomalies, lights and things that appear in various pictures and so forth. And he's like, this is the way to disclosure, which I think he's right. There's definitely a consciousness aspect to it. Uh, but he also says the military is planning this uh, false flag. And like, this is the final one. Of course, you go back to Dr. Werner von Braun and his assistant who's come out and said, Werner von Braun's former Nazi that, you know, developed the V2 rocket and then was brought over through Operation Paperclip uh, to work at NASA or to, to run NASA, the space, pro the moon program, basically. Um, and she told him, you know, first it would be uh, communism or whatever, and then it would be the... Uh, I'm sure I'm butchering this, but the Arabs and so forth, the terrorists, and then it would be the final, the final card would be the, uh, the ET invasion. And it's, uh, operation, or what is it? Project blue beam or something that's supposed to, supposedly this hologram that's going to be super real and convincing and people will die as part of this. And, and that's what he's claiming. I don't know if it's true or not. Is there, does that plan exist? If they can, sure, probably does exist. Uh, I don't know if that's what's going to happen. That uh, Who knows? I'm just putting it out there. But he's got some thoughts on it. I haven't even dug into it yet today, uh, but I'm kind of looking forward to see what what his take is as well as uh, Dr. Linda Moulton Howe's take because they're both, they kind of present contrasting viewpoints, and I like uh, considering both their points of view. So I think you guys probably will too. So again, I don't know what all's in here yet. I think I'll spend some time looking at it, but I, I'll wait for somebody to go through it all. And these are the cool bits. So we'll see. Okay. I think we've got everything. I'm going to, you guys can start. Do you have a few questions you want to ask? Um, you can put those in. I'm going to go and just browse through Ezra's tweets here. There's a whole thing here pointing to the 19th in this thread. Uh, a bunch of these uh, after P posts were made on, this is number four, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, so forth, talking about the shot heard around the world. The cure will spread now in context of the invisible virus and the vaccine in the beginning of Trump's speech right here. This is from 2018 again, January 19th, 2018, three years ago. Two, eight, 19, 20, yeah, three years ago. The shot heard around the world. The cure will spread worldwide. Timing is everything. The shot heard around the world. These are in different tweets. Judgment Day. Remember this day. The Great Awakening and the shot heard. That one's January 21st, it's saying. And it's got all three of those in there. So I don't know what's coming the 19th, maybe nothing, but it's kind of being pointed to as a rather interesting day. And uh, he's saying, let me see if that'll, oh man. He's saying uh, National Popcorn Day again. Let's see. We may go right up until the line of January 20th. I know it's too close for comfort for most, this isn't about comfort. It's about freedom. Never forget it. And he's also saying here, anyone saying the plan may have to be uh, Biden sworn in as a fool. That's not the plan. He will never be sworn in. 
I don't, he's also said Biden's not the same that, you know, it's, it's a different person. He's long gone, so he can't be sworn in, but maybe this other, the new, new Biden, new Joe is going to be sworn in, right? I don't know. Um, the attempted impeachment against Trump will be their, the final nail in their coffin. There's the CIA. Thing. Let's see. And he's pointing to this who controls the military, basically making that same point that I did earlier about civilian leadership. Well, that's Trump, right? Pointing to the blackouts in Iran. Uh, whether you fear, doubt, or believe, it makes no difference. The plan still goes on regardless, with a little after P catchphrase. Um,. Trump now speaking. The MAGA movement is all about law and order. Translation, we got this from here. I don't know, maybe. Current military aircraft over the U.S., quite a bit. So there has been a lot of flights going around and so forth. Okay. And then again, Trump is giving a speech at the Alamo tonight. Nothing is accident. Nothing is coincidence. And of course, that... uh, that document, shoot, I have it, or did I get rid of it? No, it's right here. Oh gosh, you guys got to fix that. I like Gab, but it's not perfect. Again, you got this one. I want to remind you guys of this because I think this is the this was the message of the day's events. Trump declared that an emergency exists in D.C., specifying. 111 to 124, 13 days. He then makes a speech at Alamo, Texas the next day. The battle at the Alamo took place over 13 days and involved volunteer soldiers who were vastly outnumbered. For Texans, the battle of the Alamo became an enduring symbol of their resistance to oppression and their struggle for independence, which they won later that year. But clearly, Trump's lost. Biden's our new president. We all need to be welcoming our new leader, Joe, leaders, Joe and Kamala. All right. Let's see what you guys got. Oh, Nancy was at work today. She have a boot on? Really? Yeah. Somebody get me a picture. So I've heard that she's at work. So wrong about her getting snapped up. Uh, there's a tweet, actually, he put something in here. Um, or no, I think it's actually further down where he talked about, I think this was last night. He talked about her um, being on her fifth, fifth Xanax and third bottle of vodka, something like that. <laughs> I don't see it. I don't know if I'll be able to find it. So, yeah, I don't know. But anyway, there was there was a comment about that. But I want to see a picture of her with the boot. If somebody's got it, let's include that in the show. I think it'd be great. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah, use asterisks if you guys have a comment. So I'll see it. Otherwise, I just skip them by most of the time. Uh, just wanted to get your thoughts on the SEC and Brian Brooks news today. 
I don't know that news. I, actually, I don't think I've seen it. I saw some stuff about um, like derivative settlement and the whole LIBOR rate going away and being replaced by something different, but I hadn't seen that bit. Uh, link it on Twitter. I'll put it in tomorrow or I'll put it in the show or address it on Twitter. Any feelings if, about if Brian Brooks is leaving the OCC? I don't think so. I mean, if Trump stays, then he's not going anywhere. He's doing an incredible job of cutting through the bullshit and the bureaucracy and getting what these guys need. So uh, if Biden comes in, mm, probably he could be leaving because they want to put their cronies in, right? Okay. Um, any signs from the Clinton would have thought they would be endorsing impeachment. So that's funny. Somebody on uh, Twitter today said, you know, in response to the video about Nancy, asking where's, where's Bill, where's Hillary? And they're like, Hillary Clinton right here. Tweet. And like, uh, so I go and look at it. And it's a picture of Hillary sitting next to Obama in one of the situation rooms at the White House. And I'm like, okay, so your proof that Hillary's alive is a f at least four-year-old picture of her uh, on uh, from her Twitter account, which is 100% run by some PR agency. Okay, I've got a picture of John McCain. Does that mean he's alive? And then did the same thing for Bill, and the picture was from the Haiti earthquake. Also not current. Doesn't prove shit. So, again, you know, want to see it, but an old picture and a PR firm posting to your Twitter account when because you're a billionaire and you don't have time to mess with that sort of thing. Not proof. Okay. Uh... How will the IA affect transactions with Binance? I don't, IA? I'm not sure what you're asking. You have to give me more. But that may be from the announcement today that I haven't seen. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? I'd, I'd say a hundred horse-sized duck, uh, duck-sized horses, because especially if you could gain height advantage, because like horses can't jump that high. And then you could just drop shit on them or just step on them. And then you're done. That's easy. A fucking horse-sized duck? Well, actually, its legs would break unless they were super strong. I mean, if it's a magical horse-sized duck, then definitely would not want to fight it because it could just come down and, like, snap you in half. All right. So we became wealthy with crypto, sorts out our lives, to be fucked because of the aliens, just my luck. <laughs> maybe, or maybe it's a good thing. Who knows? We'll see. The left uh, took one too many vaccines. I wanted to say, I really hope all this comes to fruition. If not, we're looking at a thousand years of darkness. Quite terrified. Yeah, it is. It, it, this is, this, this heads down a dark road if this doesn't go off like we're hoping. Uh, did you notice the guy in a red jersey with the number 17 at the latest Trump speech in Alamo? I did not, but if I'm, I've got the uh, 
RSBN feed up here. If you can give me a time code. Oh, yeah, and they've cut it down quite a bit. I don't know if it's even going to show the audience. Before, you could see people in the audience, that sort of thing. But, you know, there's a lot of people that are fans of that whole after P crowd and wear that stuff. So it's not necessarily a message, at least in, in my thought. Oh, no, now we're getting into the ads. And then he does his usual, yeah, yeah, good job, you, I see you, I see you, hey, platform, yeah, yeah, go Trump. <laughs> oh, great, yeah, that's going to uh, flag this whole two-hour stream, pepper it, carpet bomb it with fucking ads for those of you refusing to get off of YouTube. Hello, guys. <laughs> All right. I heard Brian Brooks is going to lead the SEC. I hadn't heard that. I saw I saw an article that somebody else, I thought it was in, pointing to somebody else. But if that's true, that'd be fantastic. Okay, news today said Brian Brooks out of the OCC by the end of the week. Okay, maybe. We'll see. I think Trump called fraud and exaggerated the election uh, a bit to buy more time for the white hat military FBI and CIA to investigate more into the actual criminals of the election. Perhaps, perhaps, uh, you know, it does kind of seem like some things are happening on the fly and not as planned out as the after P crowd would like everyone to believe. But then there's also, you know, a lot of things that support that narrative as well. So is a letter from the Joint Chiefs of Staff fake? Nope, that's real. It came from uh, actually on the um, here. Let me back up. And it's on one of the military websites. So yes, it's real. Yeah, that's not very good. okay. Anyway, no, it's real. There's a story of a doctor from Miami who died two weeks after taking the vaccine. There's several doctors that have died like almost a very short time frame after receiving the vaccine and were otherwise healthy. And there's people with uh, like heart fluctuations that are, uh, that they're dealing with that they're not talking about. There's a lot of things going on with that vaccine where people are having uh, serious adverse reactions. Bill and Hillary are fluffing pillows at Gitmo. <laughs> Maybe. Did you hear about Trump's ino virtual inauguration on the 20th? He has yet to verbally concede. No, I haven't heard anything about that at all. Uh, do you think there's correlation to with aliens to CERN and the Large Hadron Collide Collider? Um, don't you find it curious that Tim Berners-Lee and CERN created the Internet? Yeah, a little bit. Um, there's a theory that like they're part of the or or they're you know actually there's there's actually a really cool thing john titter um is uh somebody that came on the internet back in the 90s i think to a forum and posted i'm a time traveler from the year 20 uh 21 or something like that 
ask me anything, basically. And so people were, a bunch of the skeptics came in and like tried to prove him wrong and that sort of thing. And he lays out this whole story. It's very fascinating. Uh, wormhole to go down. And he has, one of the things that he provides, he says he came here in an old truck. It was old for him. It's, it was fairly new when he, when he showed up. And he has this time machine that's a unit, like a, a block. It kind of, it's heavy. It fits in the back of the truck and it transports the truck. But the specific gravity related to the alignment of the moon and the planets and so forth has to be close. So there's only certain windows where he can jump. Otherwise, he's going to a completely different timeline. And he actually showed or what was purported to be uh, pages from the manual showing this thing and its components. And there's a diagram and so forth um, were published to the Internet. And the family has hired a lawyer because he, he basically he went back to his parents and he was a little kid and told them the story and who he was and so forth. And then, uh, then he, he left after so many years and he supposedly came back to get this computer that had a certain type of processor. It was going back to the risk Unix days. It, it was, uh, a processor that could handle both instruction sets. And in his timeline, they really needed that because they had legacy systems that needed to still run. So he was sent back to the seventies to get that. He had to stop in the nineties on his way home and wait there for a few months until the gravity thing worked out again and he could go back home. Um, I don't know. Let's see. So anyway, th there's that whole story. And that thing was made by GE and he talks about, uh, what it is and supposedly it's something that they're able to stop and capture at CERN antimatter or something put into this containment field whatever it is <clears throat> and then use it for time travel and the machine is supposedly made by General Electric very interesting stuff um, and they've come out and shown through the lawyer that the truck that he had here was no longer registered like they got a, a, a letter from the DMV in Florida where his family used to live they've since moved uh, saying that uh, the vehicle wasn't registered, and they're pointing out that's because it's not here anymore, because it moved on to the future. So, and he talked about war with Russia and China coming, and you know, this, it's a whole fun thing to go down. Okay. Do you think Elad Rossman is a good pick for SEC chairman? So I haven't read, I saw the news. I haven't read the article yet. So I'll have to tell you later. S&P and Dow Jones indices to launch crypto indexes by in 2021. Okay. I think there's those, some of those already exist. Uh, let's see. Military transport airplane, USA, Alaska, or Canada. Rare to see two military planes. Second report, Calgary, AB. We've been seeing them up near our place, really low as well. It was odd. Yeah, I think there's just a lot of planes moving around right now. So what all? What are they doing? Who knows? Worked out the shot around the world. Is Sam talking, taking one for the team, having it off with, I know you're not saying Nancy. Talking about Moochin's wife, right? You think the U.S. and U.K. will have blackouts too soon? I mean, that, 
I don't know. I don't have anything to suggest that. Could it happen? Sure. Uh, Lynn Wood has warned about that. And actually, he's back up on CloudHub. Let me show you guys so you can see. That's supposed to be his account. Um, he hasn't published anything. I'm on here now, as well as Gab. But he's only published uh, like a story of here's what happened. Here's, what, here's why I got kicked off Twitter. And then uh, Parler was getting pressured by Google. So they pushed me off. <clears throat> And all of this is running like incredibly slowly right now because they're, they're trying to get, um, they're, they're just getting hit with major traffic. So yeah, nothing since yesterday. So I don't know if he's posting anywhere else. I haven't seen it. Uh, I think this is the only place and these, this appears to be him. He's just quiet today. So Uh, one interesting thing to note here is you have to be careful and realize that disinformation is a tactic. This is the story of Richard Doty. He's a self-proclaimed government disinformation agent, a UFO charlatan, and con man. So there's this guy, Paul Benowitz, who lived uh, across the street from a military base, you know, like the fencing runs along his front yard. There's, that's the view out of his, out of his house. And it's a military base and that's down the other uh, edge. And they were supposedly doing some, he saw some strange things and he talked to, you know, he was calling, trying to talk to him about it. What is this going on? And they started feeding him crazy stories about aliens and UFOs and so forth. And he eventually went into a mental institution, went crazy over it. Uh, here's a little bit from the story. Most folks seem to agree that he intended, uh, that he indeed had deep impact on the lives of businessman Paul Benowitz, owner of defense contractor Thunder Scientific Laboratories in Albuquerque, located right next to the Kirkland Air Force Base. Richard C. Doty fed a lot of misinformation, or better yet, disinformation to Benowitz, which eventually caused Benowitz's mental deterioration and paranoia to the point of hospitalization. Doty's claims was that he was part of the government's ploy to detract attention away from Benowitz's interest in pursuing military research projects such as Project Starfire within the Kirkland Air Force Base. Of course, it ended up with Benowitz's uh, misinterpretation of what he witnessed there. He began to be convinced that it was some kind of alien technology at work. Doty cleverly capitalized on Benowitz's suspicion and fed him more disinformation, which led to Benowitz's pursuit of uh, unsubstantiated Dulce base myth in northern New Mexico. Uh, the same goes for William Moore. It seems that both Moore and Richard C. Doty together, if not individually, fed disinformation to Paul Benowitz, allegedly under the delegated authority from the CIA and NSA. So... You have to realize this stuff is going on right now in the midst of all this. So there are people putting out real stories, false stories, uh, half-truth stories to cloud, you know, fog the field of battle and draw attention away from some things and towards others and get people that are kind of on the right track. I think there probably is something at Dulce. There's a lot of people that have uh, talked about it. You know, there's a video of the guy that has his fingers missing that was supposedly some alien that shot him who knows 
uh, you know, he's a geologist working underground where they were digging huge tunnels and they came across somebody living down there. Um, and it apparently didn't go well, is according to his uh, recount of what happened. Uh, that people were shot and killed and he lost fingers and got out barely alive. Um, so this kind of stuff is out there and people will take this and like he thought when he was going in the middle of this, he was turning around and giving this out to the UFO community who was spreading it far and wide. Right. So like there's people, let me see if I can find it. So like this guy, I think a lot, this is uh, Robert David Steele. He's a former spook and so forth. And a lot of you don't like him because he's gotten things wrong in the past. At the same time, I think he's, you know, somewhat clued in, but somebody could be feeding him misinformation the same way they were doing it, you know, uh, back in the, well, I think it was 60s and 70s. Let me see if there's a date. 1980, yeah. Um, I'm looking for a date. I don't see one. But anyway, so that kind of thing could be going on. And like he believed in what he was saying because he thought his sources from the, you know, people in the military were giving him real information. And in fact, they were giving him disinformation to change the narrative and cloud uh, what people were, were homing in, honing in on, right? So that kind of stuff exists. So all of these accounts and things that are out there, I, uh, you know, Ezra included, you got to realize that's part of the game, right? Like they're not always going to tell the truth. You definitely cannot count on them to always tell the truth. They're going to get some things right. And they're going to probably put out some things that are intentionally wrong. So you just kind of have to learn to sift through this stuff carefully and be willing to throw it out and be wrong about things. A lot of people are like, Oh, Nancy. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. It's, it's coming. You just wait. <laughs> okay. Uh, coin market cap 20 K Bitcoin challenge was dated to end January 19th as well. Okay. Uh, how many social distancing circles can Biden crew fit in front of the inauguration set? Ceremony, maybe a few hundred. <laughs> How many car horns? Did she trip over Joe's dog? Someone was asking about Nancy. Uh, how about the man in the brick wall suit? I have no idea what you're talking about there. Is that... Are you talking about at this speech? I'm not sure. So, clarify that if you can. Okay, from Australia, can you please look into the prophecy of the Antichrist, all-seeing eye, and second coming of Christ started in Bible and Koran compared to the events in the U.S. A, US today and global unrest? No, it's too far out. I don't want to go there. I don't have time. Sorry, find somebody else. I'm sure there's lots of channels that talk about that kind of stuff. And you find one of them and get them to do it. Uh, do you think Simon partakes, uh, part partakes is full of shit or actually knows some things? That's who I'm talking about. That's one. There's three. So this guy, um, he went on with 
oh gosh, Charlie Ward and the Simon guy, or no, actually it was Charlie, the Simon guy and a lady. And like, I watched their thing. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think they're definitely saying some things that are not true. I, I know that. I know that he's wrong. Charlie Ward's wrong about some things with the QFS. Um, you know, we've gone some rounds there because that relates to Ripple and XRP and the whole uh, Marvin Gaye pictograph that I've shown you guys. Um, but that doesn't mean that, like, they don't believe it, right? He, he, this um, Simon guy basically just gave out the wrong information that was from his most trusted source and this and that, and it turned out to be wrong. Um, so... Could he, you know, be getting fed misinformation? Yeah, 100%. So again, take this stuff with a grain of salt. Now, Robert David Steele, though, went to, let me see if I can get this to play here. Maybe. He went to dinner with the Juan O'Savin guy. And here's the proof. Now, uh, of course, you can't see it. Uh, but over here on the right, you've got a picture of their hands placed on a table, and they're both wearing rings. And there was that video that Juan did where he was in the Trump Hotel, and I remember seeing that exact ring because it's pretty, uh, you know, it's a very nice ring, obviously, um, but it's pretty uh, distinctive. And I remember seeing that on his hand uh, in that video that they deleted a few hours later after uploading, and it was... I think right after the, um, the the vote on the sixth kind of thing, and it was gone by the morning. So he, I, I think that's real that he had dinner with him, uh, and of course Juan's not his real name, and they you know chatted up and so forth. So and I tend to believe this Juan guy seems very very well informed. <clears throat> so just take all these with a grain of salt. Don't get attached to anything, but see what fits and constantly kind of shift things in and out is kind of is what I do. Uh, was Nancy working today? I don't know. Some people are claiming that she was. Some people are claiming she has a boot. I want to see a picture. IA Insurrection Act. Okay, thank you. Uh, with and trade prohibition with China. Yeah, that could be. Now I don't remember your question, but I got what you're getting at. Okay. Uh, thank you, Sam, for the frequent live streams, riveting content. Yep, I'm going to be gone tomorrow. Jazz is going to be over here. Uh, Pelosi not there today. And Obama tweet was four days ago. Yeah, I'm wondering about Obama too. Like, when does he disappear in all this? So, okay, those of you that are saying Pelosi was at work, show me the proof, right? Show me a picture. You're saying we don't have press around documenting any of this through, through you know, while they're preparing this impeachment? Don't you think that Biden will have 20 executive orders to sign on day one if he gets in? Sure he will, yeah. If, if it's old Biden, if it's new Biden, maybe not. Right. Maybe that's the plan. Because again, and you've got this, uh, you've got Ezra here saying, well, he said previously, look at Joe. It's not this, and he's shown pictures comparing new Joe and old Joe, not the same person pretty clearly. 
uh, but very close. And he's saying he'll never set foot in the office, a 0% chance. It's not the St. Joe kind of thing was what he was implying. Um, again, look at, look at all this stuff through that lens of this could be real, this could be disinformation. So look for things that support what the hints are and then try and draw your own conclusions, just like we did, you know, with the FBI and them turning around, turning the microscope on the police and the actual organizers behind this riot that the Democrats and the deep state organized. And now it's going to blow up in their face. He's literally using the opponent's forward momentum and throwing them with it. It's, it's getting interesting. And I, I'm not ready to throw in the towel yet. Some of you are, and that's fine. I don't care. Okay. Uh, let's see. Think aliens have something to do with this pandemic? I don't personally. I haven't seen anything, but it, I mean, is it possible? Like, I guess maybe. I think it's probably not very likely, though, in my mind, because it, you know, it doesn't work very well. I think it's far more likely it's man-made, or of course, a bat, a bat. Uh, that was sold at the market that doesn't sell bats and turned into a soup and eaten. And, and that's unfortunately how it got started. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Should Biden get inaugurated? Will it be over or do you think there's a couple days later he gets arrested? So like that's what I'm wondering if is going to happen. You know, if you try and piece together what they're suggesting that uh, Biden's long gone, there's... They've got their agent in there pretending to be him. Uh, and you've got the Joint Chiefs saying Biden's going to be inaugurated. You've got Trump saying in that speech, in the opening remarks of his speech. Here, let's go back. I think it was two-something. Actually, at this very tender time. And now I'd like to briefly address the events of last week. Said throughout my administration, not tearing them down. And despite our tremendous our advisors, it was possible. And we're now delivering it to as fast as they need it. This has been a difficult year for the time for our nation to heal. He's and right it's here. time for peace and for calm, respect for law enforcement, and the great people within law enforcement, so many are here, is the foundation of the MAGA agenda. And we're a nation of law, and we're a nation of order. No, I That is why we're it. here today to talk about what we must do to uphold the rule of law in America and how yeah, we I must did. continue to support. Right here. Ordinarily successful building of the wall. Speech is under assault like never before. The 25th Amendment is of zero risk to me. 25th Amendment, zero risk to me. Like, why is he saying that? Because it's up to Pence, right? So Pence could decide we're going to impeach him and kick that off or his cabinet that supposedly all hates him. If you believe the mainstream media narrative, right? Nobody likes him. He's increasingly isolated and distant and angry and this and that. And here he is standing up saying zero risk to me. 
but will come back to haunt Joe Biden and the Biden administration. But will come back to haunt Biden and their administration. So maybe he gets in or maybe they just use it because they're doing this capital investigation of what is that? That's the insurrection that the Democrats have said this was an insurrection. Now all of a sudden you have the good the good FBI investigating the Capitol Police and the people involved. And of course, we already know, we looked through the footage and saw there's Antifa connections there of the people who are actually committing the violence, actually going in and destroying things and, and so forth. You've got police committing suicide days after and the FBI investigating 17 uh, people that work for the federal government or for the police. So I think this leads back to them. And that's exactly what he's what he could be pointing out. So see a couple of paths here. I don't, I don't know. I just we don't have that much longer to wait, folks. Stop trying to get the, the final answer and just sit back and watch. There's not much that you or I can do about it at this point. Is there really? So, uh, yeah, I'm aware. I know who Matt Hamilton is. Somebody saying Ripple just hired an IBM developer relations director, Matt Hamilton. No, I don't think so. Uh, Ripple didn't hire him. Ripple X did. Uh, what you said about Titter was like 90% wrong. I don't think so. I've looked into that. But if you want to tell you what, if that's what you think, then you should do a show where you get it 100% right and then publish that and maybe I'll talk about it. Uh, have you watched the AI's last video on Elon, SpaceX, Ripple, X Ripple, Stellar Connection? Nope. I do not have time to watch all of DAI's videos. Haven't seen it. If you link it to me on uh, Twitter, I'll take a look. Or Gab. Uh, you have your crypto in an exchange or on Ledger? On Ledger. The safest way if you secure it properly. Sydney has a document on top of her web page that says supercomputer in Italy altered results, altered results in 17 states. Let's take a look at that. What is that? Uh, Krakenwood.com, I think. Let's see if that comes up. Mm, what's her website? Somebody let me know in the comments. Yeah, I don't know what the website is. Guys, y'all got, have got to figure this out or I'm just going to stop doing this. Okay, I'm just going to, uh, that's it. Yeah, I'm going to ignore it. If you... If you give me something like that and you don't have everything that I need to actually look it up, I'm just not going to read it and I'll move on to the next question. You'll have to figure this out. I'm tired of taking five minutes to chase something down and not find it. There's literally like 20,000 people watching this. So you're standing up in a room, even though it doesn't seem like it, of 20,000 people and asking a question and wanting me to like surf the internet for five minutes to find the answer while everybody waits. Not doing that anymore. I have a problem. I have that problem too. I lose more trucks due to them slipping into the future than you can imagine. Okay. 
do not get out of California, stand your ground, do not let them steal that once beautiful state. <laughs> I don't know. I'd say let them secede. Let all of the states secede. Let's just get rid of the federal government. Problem solved for a lot of this stuff. Okay. Or it will solve itself shortly thereafter. Um, what impact do you think the impending tether lawsuit will have on XRP? I, I don't know. You know, if it, I think it's far more likely to affect exchanges, uh, to affect uh, Bitcoin. Um, of course, there's the sanctions on top of that. If Bitcoin gets dragged down, it will probably take XRP down with it a little bit. I think that will be fairly temporary, though. So, what impact do you think the impending Tether lawsuit will... Okay, yeah. Uh, have you heard of Ezra's Eagle, Long Feather being FDR, uh, apocryphal prophecy they thought was about the Roman Empire, but is about USA? I've never heard that. So if somebody uh, wants to tag me on Twitter with it, that's how you can get it to me. Or Parler, either one. Just tag me. I usually try and see all the mentions where people are wanting me to look at stuff. And that's how I find a lot of the content that we do for the show. Okay. What impact? Okay, guys, one time with the questions, please. Okay, we talked about that. Nancy's at Baskin Robbins, 31 flavors. <laughs> IA and Binance. Okay. IA. Um, damn it, what was IA again? <laughs> Insurrection Act. And would Binance be affected? Because it's Chinese-owned? Hmm, maybe. Um I don't know the ownership. So like the 50% ownership is what's coming to mind um, from the, the sanctions that we read yesterday about the, the Russians did it right. And where's that coming from? Uh, Muchin Mnuchin, right? I think he's still compromised. Look at, the, look at the legislation that he's pushing on what he thinks is going to be his way out the door. You've got the FinCEN stuff where they want to take the KYC AML uh, definition or requirement from $3,000, which when enacted is the equivalent today of $20,000 down to $250. So any transaction would basically, you know, if you ever spend more than 250 on crypto, they're going to have to know who you are. And then they'll be able to track all your transactions from that day forward. So if you ever spend more than $250 in this new digital blockchain based financial system, the government will have a map of all of your financial activity. That's what they want. Um, so he's pushing all of this stuff on the way out the door. Um, if it goes Trump's direction, then it's going to be, it could be a problem. I, I don't know. But one of the things he released out of that was if, if you have ownership 50% or more in any company, so I don't know who all owns Binance. But if that's the case, if it has ties back to Chinese military or front companies or anything like that, their, their shit's going to be frozen. And so, yeah, that could be really bad. But there, there's also Binance International and Binance US, and they've moved most of the US onto the US platform. 
maybe that's an insulator. I don't know. So, okay. So then why do you think people like Linwood keep stating it's a true fight between good versus evil? If the desperate are labeled uh, the visible enemy, who do you think are the invisible enemy? If the deep state are, well, I, I think they're talking about the same thing. Um, if you had to name the deep state, who would you name? You, you, I mean, you could name a few people that you think are probably it, but it's not like they have a roster. So I think that's kind of the reference there. At least that's how I would interpret it. Do you hear that Sir Tim Berners-Lee, the inventor of the internet, is constructing a new internet called Interrupt because he doesn't like the current what the current has become. So there's a lot of new protocols and things coming. Um, some of them blockchain based. What we really also need is a way to set up a wireless mesh network, but the FCC gets in the way of that. Uh, because right now the traditional network are the gatekeepers, right? And it's all of these law enforcement regulations and bullshit that cause that, that prevent that solution from coming about. We could all have 10 gig internet service, especially in any major city. But you can't today because of the FCC regulations. So I don't know how much success that's going to have because the fundamental problem is the network more and the network's architecture and the choke points that the government has forced on that network uh, than it is the protocol to choose, right? Because the protocol, you can do encryption and you can do all these things that enhance your privacy and, and ability to, to access data, but they, they control the network and they can turn you off. We need the ability to uh, broadcast and receive data regardless of permission from the state. Okay. Does the Insurrection Act have to be announced? Apparently not. I don't know. I didn't read anything in there, and I haven't read the uh, the other one. So, oh, somebody's saying that came back later. This, the one uh, video, the night that was in the Trump Hotel, and it's called "The Belly of the Beast on Patriot Alliance." So, okay, interesting. Because it came back later. I think that's what they're referencing there. Uh, deleted, they take our jobs. If you're talking about immigrants, you're talking about someone who doesn't speak English and has minimal job skills. If that person's taking your job, maybe you should elevate your skills and, and understanding and education in life. What do you think? Yeah? Sam, what happened to Crypto BitLord? He's been MIA for months. He got kicked off Twitter because he likes to take and change his profile to impersonate people and i think he did musk or some somebody like that it was very funny what he did but uh i think it finally got him shit canned and i guess he hasn't created an account to come back i hope he does because i think he's hilarious uh i say they made skeloshi sit in the closet and she can't come out until she finishes all the ice cream <laughs> i want to know if somebody's seen her if you've seen her where give me footage or a link or something okay uh do you have any objections to me using capture software and saving these streams for my personal use would like to show this to my grandchildren in 40 years not at all in fact 
Uh, wherever I can, I mark these all Creative Commons, which means you can not only copy them, download them, um, rebroadcast them, not for, you know, please don't put ads on them and then profit off of, off of them that way. Um, that I, I object to, but otherwise, you know, you want to cut them up and use segments in a show that you create or do compilations, all that stuff is great. Go for it. And it's YouTube is always uh, marked as creative commons. Now I use other people's content. Typically that falls under fair use. Sometimes people will, uh, organizations will raise an objection and so forth, but it, it is what it is. So as far as I'm concerned though, yeah, go do whatever you want with them. Man allegedly threatened to kill Nancy Pelosi and drove to DC with a shit ton of ammunition. Okay. Uh, good luck with that. There's like 6,000 troops in DC with a shit ton of ammunition also and fencing around the capitals and you're never going to get close. Okay. Pence wrote a letter to Nancy saying he's not going to do the 25th Amendment to Trump. Yeah, I think I saw that. And there was also the report of the call of her being put on hold for 25 minutes and then told he wasn't available. <laughs> Which I think was Trump letting her know, uh, this asset's been captured. Sorry. And I think that's really what we're seeing with all these guys. We think about PayPal Galactic payment systems. I haven't heard of that. Uh, Sydney Powell Telegram to the lifeboats. Okay, I, I'm actually I'm in that channel. I don't know that I can bring it up. I'm not even going to try. But okay, has Kamala given up her Senate seat? Not that I'm aware of. Still hanging on to that for some reason. But you know, she's going to be vice president in a few days. She'll have to then, right? We shall see. Did you, okay, yeah. Um, do you think Biden could get arrested right after he gets inaugurated? So yeah, we answered that. Cover the Dana uh, Coverstone vision again. So yeah, I watched that video. It was really interesting. So this is the dream guy that had the data dream. And if you remember, he was talking about the light, ropes of light turning red and overheating. And then we had the strike on the AT&T fiber hub. Backbone of the internet of data communications and so forth get blown up by an RV. And um, that's also a, a NSA CIA monitoring site, which was basically obliterated and they lost vis visibility to that data. Um, and Ezra telling us that that was, uh, that was the good guys uh, that were behind that. I think we, yeah, white hats, good guys now run the FBI CIA. No. Anyway. Uh, that, that I think, absolutely happened what he described in his dream with uh, people were talking about the next day the increased load with fiber causing the servers to overheat because you've got more light being transmitted um, very very interesting and if they hit a few more if that happens again then the U.S. could be in trouble and that absolutely could happen 
Well, in this new dream, he talks about a plumb bob and this figure leading him around with this plumb bob that as he walks, it never moves, right? And he goes up and holds it up next to three buildings. I think the first was Wall Street, and it's not level with the plumb bob, so he takes Wall Street and shakes, pushes on it, and people start falling out, and they're trapped in, like, oil on the ground once they fall out. And then he goes over to... Um, I think it was Congress next and holds up the plumb bob. It's not level, shakes it, same thing. People are falling out of windows and doors and then he slams it on the ground um, and then he goes over to the church, shakes the church violently, things are falling out, slams it on the ground. That's saying, uh, you know, exactly what we're seeing with Secrets Revealed out of Rome. I think that's the church thing that's coming. It's going to shake people's foundation and belief in, in all of that and realize who these people really were. The whole Wall Street thing is, you know, the, the fallacy of the market and the crash of the dollar and bringing in this new financial system. And Congress, well, that's exactly what we've been talking about, what's happening there and unfolding. So very interesting dream. Yeah, you guys should go watch as Dana Cornerstone... Um, let me see what he, I think it's called the, the plumb bob or something worth watching. Do you think, I have no idea when a crypto is going to dump or pump. You give him an awesome name, Moochin Mnuchin. Yeah. I mean, I, they make it so easy. It's like we're watching a big play a script play out or something. Because you had Madoff, who made off with everybody's money. You had uh, Money Penny, I think, or something like that, who was a treasury guy under Obama, I believe. Or was a budget guy, something like I mean, just crazy coincidences left and right. Just got here. Sorry if you covered this. A uh, buddy of mine is National Guard, said Mitch McConnell ordered the DOD to take action against Trump supporters as domestic terrorists. So yeah, they're, they're trying to do that. I don't think they can just order that done. They're trying to classify them as terrorists so that they can go after them. And it's kind of uh, what I opened with here. You know, they're attacking this from all sides, trying to uh, go after these people and threaten them and get them to shut up and silence them, basically. And it's happening with... Uh, anybody who doesn't wear a mask, arrest them and find them and put them in jail and make them go away. This is serious. 0.03% of the people that get this are dying. So. Okay. <laughs> I gave you, okay. Whatever. Uh, Stam feed, are you reading our messages from, I think it's nowhere other than YouTube. No, it should be bringing them all in. So if you, there's one from D live, there's one from, uh, from not Twitter, but Periscope. So yeah, no, they'll come in from everywhere. It's just most of the audience. There's 1100 of you on YouTube. There's 21 on DLive and nine on Periscope right now. So you guys don't want to leave YouTube. 
Y'all are, you know, all in fighting this war, standing up for freedom, but you can't be, but don't ask me to go somewhere that's not uh, a CIA asset and, and use a different fucking platform, Sam. Come on. I mean, if you, on Twitch, there's three people there. When I finally get to three, the videos will be stored for like, I think it's a month. But until that happens, all it would take is like 30 of you to go over for one show for a few hours, an hour on Twitch. You can watch it just like you can on YouTube. Those messages come through too, but none of y'all do that. So this is why, like I'm trying to tell you guys, <laughs> posting on Twitter is not changing shit, right? You got to change your behavior. You're the product on these platforms, but none of y'all can be bothered to leave or actually do your behavior, but y'all are true digital soldiers. And if you're going around saying that and you're using YouTube, come on. <laughs> All right, let's get rid of this person. Yeah, get out of here. Hmm. Do you think your videos and streams on a NAS? Um, I, ha I have them, it would take days to re I'd have to go put them on a hard drive, take them somewhere with a gigabit connection or something to even come close to getting them all uploaded. But I, I'm recording, I usually make a local recording once I forget to hit the button. And then I go and download uh, the YouTube copy because it does the best compression. Uh, these ice creams were coded message to the Italian Leonardo hackers somehow. Okay, maybe. I mean, I don't know what evidence you have to support that. Um, you should also look into COVID measures. They started in Melbourne, Australia as a guinea pig state, later to roll out to other Commonwealth countries like the UK, US. Can't all be coincidence. Well, I think you have coordination by the WHO, and that's who's giving out the marching orders. That's why Bill Gates is attached at the hip to them and some of these other globalists. So. I think it is coordinated amongst them. Uh, Pompeo mentioned a sea change in his speech today. Yeah, it's happening. I watched that too. What do you call a T-Rex that deals guns? A small arms dealer. Hilarious. Oh my God, people. <laughs> okay. All right, yeah, I'm tired of y'all's comments. That's it. <laughs> I'm getting out of here. Uh, no show tomorrow. I'll be back maybe for a couple days, spending some time with my daughter. So I will be back after that. I'll be around on Twitter and so forth. If you need to get me something. I'm also having an account on Gab. I have an account on Clout Hub as well. That's... Uh, at lifeboats on clout hub and it's uh to the lifeboats on gab i believe which i i kind of like their platform i think i might yeah to the lifeboats i might use that one so there you go that's it i'm sam i am we'll catch y'all next broadcast hello my name is montague Thank you.
clock ticking, ticking like tick tock, moon soup. We about to let it off, tick tock. Got you looking at your wristwatch. Don't hip hop, cause we about to moonshine. Time is ticking, you're still supporting people that chilling, praying that the coins you're buying is the winning. Sitting in your car, wasting time for my wing, tick tocking. Brain is on foot, clogging up your crypto vision. Negative vibrations messing up your soul mission. They say patience is a virtue, but your weak hands got you lose hope and pushes you in the end of your rope. Clock ticking, ticking like tick tock, tock, moon soup. We about to let it off, tick tock. Got you looking at your wristwatch. Don't hip hop, cause we about to moonshine. Bag stuff to the tip top. Not much time left on the clock going tick tock. Ticking, ticking like tick tock, tock, moon 